Where? Oh, do, hello, do, do. Oh, everybody. We have a very special episode. Um, all whores, all the time. We're going to be checking our voicemail. Um, in a special episode for horror movie whores. Whore. 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 So, um, we've gotten a kind of a stockpiling of voicemails. We just want to do a special episode and respond to all of those. If you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, call 682-253-4468. We'll start off with a voicemail from Frankenclaw back on May 2nd. Uh, hello. Um, this is... Frank and Claw again. Um, so I, I've really been thinking about what David said, and I, I first of all, I wanted to apologize and say that uh, it was kind of arrogant of me to assume that you didn't know who uh, or didn't know the work of uh, of, of um, what's his face, <laughs> Carl Jung. Uh, and so I'm, I apologize for that. But the main thing, the reason I called is because. Um, I, I heard what you were saying, and I, I totally, totally support it. Um, if anybody who knows me knows the biggest thing, my overarching philosophy is balance. And um, if you've had enough horror for a lifetime, that's perfectly understandable. And I, I get the whole, you know, wanting to not have dark stuff around your kids, and um, I, I totally get that. And so um, – I guess I was just concerned that maybe you were um, planning to kind of phase out of the show, and um, I didn't want that to happen because I really, really enjoy your guys' show. Uh, there's a lot of horror podcasts out there, but none of them are as entertaining as yours. And, uh, David, it just wouldn't be the same without you. And, uh, you know, I love you both. You guys are great. Uh, and that's, that's really it. Uh, thank you. Bye. That was, that was very nice of you to say, although unnecessary. I didn't take any offense to any of that, Frankenclaw. Um, I yeah no um yeah just just um uh, yeah and there's been a lot of a uh, little bit of upset or concern, and I understand. You know, people see a little bit of change and they get their feathers ruffled a little bit. We've had a few bad reviews come in that are like this is terrible and you know to be fair to those reviews like give it a minute you know just it's gonna it's a little transitionary period we're doing we're gonna do our best thank you for the criticism maybe consider changing uh your you know your star rating if we start doing better for you because we are taking uh criticisms right and trying to be Trying to make it a good show to listen to, so that everybody still has something fun to enjoy every week. Because that's yeah. all we do. That's it's just try to create something entertaining to get you through your days. Thank you for saying all that stuff. Yeah, from looking at like some of the responses, like some of the comments on uh, recent YouTube episodes and like some reviews on Apple Podcasts, I think like the sense I'm getting is that there are a decent chunk of fans that have been silent 
up till now that are going through the five stages of grief about the show changing. Like, first there was denial. We're in the anger stage right now where it's like, oh, they actually changed it. And I don't like it. I don't like what this is, uh, what's happening. Like, we'll start getting into the bargaining stage. People be like, hey, what, what, if, what, if, what, what, what if you guys did this? And then we'll finally fall into depression and acceptance. <laughs> I mean, look, it's still it's still Bryce and I. It's just the topics that we talk about will change a little bit. Right. Um, and, you know, we'll still cover horror movies. And I'll do a better job of, you know, understanding the movie coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, this also gives us an opportunity to reach an audience that we didn't before, which yeah. is people who won't watch the movie. There are a lot of people who just will not watch Evil Dead Rise will listen to the review and will have questions. And I can maybe stand in, play that part of being the guy that asks those questions. Um, it will be a little different than it was before. But, yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. we're figuring out the, the, what, what needs to change and what needs to be adjusted for the episodes. Like I got to say, like the air episode, the last, the previous episode, I think that's, one of my favorite episodes so far. Yeah, like, it's super listenable. Yeah. I, I enjoyed your anger. Right. And I think the True Lies episode is going to be similar, you know? Yeah, great. Um. Okay, next caller, Sam. Hi, this is Sam from Indianapolis. I'm listening to your Dumb and Dumber episode, and I just wanted to throw in... Uh, my like all time favorite, just two second throwaway from any movie ever, is uh, the scene where Jim Carrey walks out of the Seven Eleven and is like, looks over at the two thugged out gentlemen. Big, big goals, huh? All right, see you later. This shit cracks me up every time. Also, if you're looking for a really great comedy movie that nobody ever talks about, that just uh it's just written expertly it's one that like every comedic situation is set up just perfectly um a movie called mystery team uh starring donald glover not to be confused with mystery men which is what everyone always thinks i'm talking about when i mention mystery team fuck that movie mystery men or mystery team <laughs> mystery team is the movie to watch all right talk to you guys later bye-bye have oh, you seen mystery team no, Donald Glover. It is fantastic. Like it is like a Oh, Aubrey Plaza's in it. Yeah. Um Mystery Team is very, very good. And it's pre like community Donald Glover. Like it was like an offshoot of of um like this sketch comedy trio um that Donald Glover was a part of. Um but yeah, it has like lots of familiar faces in like SNL and and like comedy TV one of my favorite lines so so basically what it is it's it's basically like um and this is why I love it so much is the premise is like these three friends have their mystery solving you know group yep. their team and so it's like a kids you know kind of TV show but they're a little too old to be thinking about, you know, that they can be, you know, the, yeah. the, anyways, 
one of my my favorite part is like the opening scene. Um, what's her name? Um, the girl from The Office and uh, the unsinkable Kimmy Schmidt or whatever that actress. This is a scene where it's like, you know, someone sold Miss Miss Crabapple's pie from her windowsill, and like, she's like yelling at him, you know, while he's in the the in the window, and he's like. And his response is like, what kind of pie, what kind of pie was it? And she goes, boysenberry. <laughs> anyway, so like, it's, it's, I'll, the, I'll watch anything that Donald Glover has, has a hand in. He's, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. He's one of the very best. Good rec. I'll add my recommendation to, to uh, Sam's on that one. Jim, Jim, ooh, baby, I'm a looking, I'm a listening. And I'm a like him. I need more. I need more. I just love her. This oh. is from Beyond the Grave. Love that jazz. It, it's transcribed as Jim, but he's talking about Jen Ponton. Yeah, I was like, Jim, is he talking about Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber? Jen Ponton. He le- really liked having yeah. her on the show. She was great. And that's the other thing is like, we're going to. We're gonna figure out like a, a good stable of co-hosts, and uh, like I think we'll find the ones that work and the ones that don't. I think, if I recall, when Jen was on, we played a from from Beyond the Graves uh-huh. uh, voicemail, and her vibe was the same. She was like, "I like this guy," uh-huh. and so I think they're having a vibe mm-hmm. through the show now. They're like catching each other, like. Looking, I see you. I see you. Speaking of which, okay, there was a meetup. Gl- Hang on, there. I'm gonna oh, yeah, find Glittercore gonna... and Jennifer. What? Don't get it wrong, you fucking god. Do not Idiot. get it wrong. We'll speed it. Let's see if we can find it. Let's see. Time. Yeah, two people uh, who are fan regulars on on you know and. In the uh, Horror Movie Talk group on Facebook, which is a fabulous community that you should definitely uh, consider becoming a part of, met up and, like, had lunch and had a good time. Here it is. It's uh, Kelly B. and Glittercore. Uh, Kelly has been, you know, she's been supporting us and listening to us forever, talking to us and all that kind of stuff. Two beautiful ladies got a picture together and had lunch and uh, they met through the show uh, and through the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like fucking through the roof. Uh, fabulous. It's a little family. All right. Next caller. And this little call was coming from beyond the grave. Um, I, was, I was listening to everyone's you know, favorite person, Jen, and you guys talk about you know, dicks and boobs on the screen and how some people are saying, I need to get warmed up and heated up to see a dick on the screen. I don't know if they necessarily always have to be sexy, but I think that's a good base point. There was a time when Michael Douglas had the a monopoly on just nasty, hot sex with women on the screen. Like, was that him in um, fucking Fatal Attraction? Just dirty, dangerous, and then a little bit of 
uh, just murder on the side. Um, the, when you guys are talking about that, first thing that comes to mind, what is it called? Bondage? Tied up? What's it, what is it with Jennifer Tilly? Lesbian? Wild and wet? Murder mystery trying to scam your husband that you don't care about who's in with the mob? Woo! Woo! That would preheat my oven, if you know what I mean. But Marvel and Disney, they 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 don't like the peepees. They don't like the boobies. They don't even put nipples on the superheroes' outfits anymore. Didn't even think about that. So, I'm I'm also looking for a shift. I'm prepared. Because also, what's coming to mind? Hellraiser. I saw a wiener in that movie when that Annie Lennox chick and him were having sex. And uh, don't look now. That couple, sex, 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 naked, boobs, boobs, butts, flying, asses and elbows, up, down. Monsters Ball, they were just filming porn on that movie. But uh, what do all these have in common? Realism. Realism, baby. I want to see some A-list, Oscar-worthy performances of just, Unfiltered. (laughs) Let's go all in. Everyone put their hands in. One, two, three. (laughs) He's got, I think he finishes his thought in the next call. And another thing. (laughs) You guys switching up this not just for whores, but whores for everything is making my damn day. You know how many times I've thought about, I haven't watched any horror movies lately. I haven't watched any thrillers lately. I have nothing to call in about. I got nothing but random bullshit to say. Oh, 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 oh no longer. Ooh. What's he talking about? Let's there? see what we can get into. Well, he's talking about the the expanding to other genres. Like now he can call in about just whatever el- yeah. other movies we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, <clears throat> Why yeah, I mean, it, it, think about, like, how, how sexless movies are, and I just thought about this example of, like, there is a super successful R-rated superhero movie, and even even Deadpool didn't have have tits in it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. It's like, there's yeah. no... By Sony. <laughs> like... Right. Like, that was a Sony movie. If you ever had a chance for fucking tits... I know. It's just, you know, you know um, just... dude, but he had a good point. Uh, I mean, Michael Douglas, he, he, he like went on record. Like when he got like that throat cancer, he was like, you know what? That's from right. Eating pussy. It's <laughs> like, I eat so much pussy through my life. I was, if I wasn't on screen, boom, it was on my mouth. Uh, and so, yeah, that's a real power move to like proclaim that you had uh, you got HPV throat cancer, and and just wear that as a badge as like a seventy five year old man. Be like, Last yeah. night, go ahead. Let's see if I can show this. I got into a bit of a Twitter war. Yes, my. <laughs> Oh, no, it's, it's not gonna, gonna it's do not this gonna fucking thing, Bryce. Never fix mind. Your shit. 
Yeah, it, go to YouTube and find the um, <laughs> the appearance of Gilbert Godfrey on Norm Macdonald's video podcast uh, and him talking about yeah. Michael Douglas yeah. <laughs> and Catherine Cena Jones yeah. is just priceless. Um, anyways, uh, next caller. Hey guys, it's Elizabeth. Um, I'm just listening to Barbarian Review, so if anyone listening hasn't listened to that podcast episode yet, there are spoilers ahead. You've been warned. Um, I'm so glad that you guys rated it 10 on 10. I actually just watched it yesterday. I, like, am absolutely in love with this movie. I'm obsessed with this movie. It was so freaking good. And I like that they did uh, Drew Barrymore-esque screen movie thing with Bill Skarsgård where you think that he's going to be the main character but he ends up dying like halfway through which was kind of interesting and the whole movie just gaslights you the whole time same with the trailer the one trailer that I watched anyway I thought it was going to be some sort of weird you know Jordan Peele get out kind of thing where they're they're mind tricking you into being a certain way because you have the the 60s perfect-esque you know type uh, neighborhood, and then you have, you know, the creepy, dilapidated neighborhood. So I thought it was going to be some sort of mental mind fuck, and it wasn't. So, yeah, I mean, it was just so great. And then they split it up into two parts, which was just so awesome. And Justin Long played the perfect douchebag you roll. You know, you, you feel bad for him because he's being accused of sexual assault, and then it turns out that he actually did it. So you're like, wow, oh, screw this guy. And uh, and then, you know, at the end, he tries to be like, oh, you fell to the girl. She's like, oh, you fell. I tried to catch you, but you fell too quickly. And then she's just like, yeah, no. <laughs> and the, the creature feels like, that's a good movie. Uh, I just, I could geek out more about it. But, yeah, great movie. I'm so glad you guys rated it 10 out of 10 because I would as well. So, later. Love you, Elizabeth. Yeah, I mean, that's the probably the best horror movie in the last, like, three years uh, I, I for me it was hatching it i mean barbarian was right behind hatching though. right like right that finish that finish it did it you know what i'm saying hey Bryson david it's justin from ohio um i've been listening to more of you guys content i've been a listener for about maybe three years now and I love your guys' content so much. Like when I'm when I'm bored, I'll turn it on. You guys always make my day better. And yeah, um, this is just a suggestion. I think it would be cool. I don't even know if you guys know who they are or not. But there's a YouTube channel called We Watch the Movie. Their names are Mike and Jay. I would love to see a crossover between you guys. But yeah, love what you guys are doing. And what has been your favorite horror movie of the last decade? decade <laughs> all right you guys have a good one peace out Oof. favorite uh, well first of all thank you for being a fan for three years so glad to know we make your day better um justin from ohio hey guys welcome back sorry oh. <laughs> yeah i think uh we watched a movie would probably be slumming doing a video with us they've got yeah, you guys got to show up. 158,000 subscribers. <laughs> you guys got to show up and start subbing to our YouTube channel because we can't do fun things like that until our YouTube numbers look as good as our podcast numbers. In terms of podcasts, uh, you know, just audio podcasts, our numbers are very good. 
Um, in terms of uh, our YouTube numbers, uh, they're very, very, very bad. Um, so we are – that's really what we've been trying to do for a year or so is uh, boost our uh, our YouTube uh, presence. But um, it's not happening at the rate that I would like it to. But I hope uh, I hope you guys show up and start subbing to that YouTube channel. But, um, yeah, what do you think is your favorite uh, – your favorite – movie the last decade you, a horror movie is right yeah horror movie um yeah i think it's still hereditary i mean that stands out as like i hate i hate falling back on that but it's just so good yeah i mean it's such a turning point of just like oh it's like some really really talented young directors that are just coming out of the gate with bangers and i think Harry Astor is still the best example of that. Yeah, it might. It's for me. It's a toss up between The Witch and, yeah. and Hereditary. Yeah, but I mean, since then, I mean, there's been a lot of good stuff that we've reviewed. Um, oh yeah, nothing like feels like it. It will be timeless and stand, you know, alone for decades to come. Other than than those two, but um, I mean, yeah, lots. Uh, I mean, Barbarian is is up there for me too very like, good god damn uh, it's been a spectacular decade for horror like yeah the best in since the 80s i'd say right yeah yeah definitely um okay what was the next thing next caller is may 10th hey it's robert the farter yeah. so i just had a question for david so I know you're a big Metallica fan, and I am too. I really like Ride the Lightning. Uh, probably my favorite. My favorite is Fade to Black. But I was. But the question I had was, what do you think about um, 72 seasons? And yeah, so that was my question. Um, I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was horrible, but it also wasn't like the greatest thing ever. But yeah. Anyways. Uh, it's Robert the Farter. Let's. I'm gonna. You know. So Google really. You know. It does its best to try and like. You know. Uh, write out what he's saying, and it always gets Robert wrong. And so I'm gonna, just gonna read his, the transcript real quick. It says, "Hey, it's wrong with the fighter." I uh, just had a question for Dave. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, big Metallica fan with a lot of big asterisks on it. Um, so, and this is a really good question. So, yeah, they just came out with an album, 72 Seasons. Uh, I didn't even know that was the name of it. Um, I've just seen, you know, new songs popping up with this um, yellow and black cover art, uh, album art. And so, yeah, I just looked it up. That is the name of their new album. I didn't know that because the biggest asterisk with Metallica for me is they shouldn't have made the black album and everything uh and the black album is is the start of metallica being shitty and everything after it is garbage um now load is pretty good i like uh, you know i like some load but it's not metallica metallica the re- it's not the things i like about metallica it's some new band that they should have broken up and made a new name, you know, just, just come back, you know, do what blur did. Don't be blur anymore. Be the gorillas. Uh, you know, don't be fucking Metallica. Don't fucking drag Metallica's good name 
through this bullshit, make a new band and have it be its own good thing. You know, that's not Metallica. But yeah, I, I haven't listened to 72 seasons. I listened to one song on it and it, it was pretty good. It had a good, it, it was a very Metallica, new Metallica song, which is like, we do our intros good. And then we just super duper let you down when we start with the real song, you know, it's just, just, uh, it's just fucking shouldn't exist. So <laughs> you come at me. I don't give a shit. Black sucks. And, uh, and I, I, think I like black the f- is the only album that I own of theirs. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. No, no, that's not my point. No, um, no, they stopped being, they stopped being hard thrash. Like they were the sound of thrash. They were thrash. Uh-huh. And, um, and then they just turned into metal and, uh, like, generic metal um the some of the best generic metal but not not their lineage you know like like thrash is a very very thin lane you know in metal and Mm -hmm. um and no one can do it like metallica no one can do Mm -hmm. it like metallica i mean slayer can do it like metallica well can do it you know their own version of thrash but you you it's 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 like the beatles becoming you know an edm you know it's like they were the fucking beatles though they did that better than anybody ever you know and then they and then now they're edm it's like this is just a waste of talent so yeah i don't know it's uh i have a lot of strong opinions <laughs> when it comes to metallica so i'm sorry um okay next caller this is Sam from Indianapolis. I'm listening to your episode of uh, Air. Um, I never heard of this movie, so when I saw the little preview of it and just glanced at it about it being a movie about sports, I was really hoping this was going to be some sort of a soft reboot or prequel or whatever you want to call it of um, Air Bud. So I'm sad that you guys didn't watch an Air Bud movie. But at the same time, I am loving this side of Bryce, man. Fuck movies about products. This is some fucking bullshit. I want to see more movies with wieners and more movies with boobies and less shoes. But honestly, those sunglasses are pretty fucking cool. Uh, all right. Bye-bye. Uh, Talk about them pit vipers, baby. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We got it. Dude. You know, we haven't done something like legitimately fun and frivolous for the ep- maybe we just use HMT funds to each buy a pair of pit vipers that we come on the show with. <laughs> yeah, we could. The flip up ones would be perfect. Ooh, yeah. It'd be, it's, 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 it's for it's for YouTube. Yeah, we got to start, you know, that's what it is. David, we need to become a lifestyle brand. An unboxing Oh, I was going to say we become an unboxing channel. Like, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, look at, like, the most, the biggest YouTube channels in existence. Like, Those they started out as one toys. thing. Yeah, it was, like, little kids, like, trying to figure out and do little sketches that sucked. And then, you know, Mr. Beast realized, like, oh, if I just give away $100,000, people will watch that. Maybe I could cure a 1,000 people of their blindness. That <gasps> like, sounds fucking impressive. I'd like to go into like the the pitch meeting. It was like, you know what people like? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out this guy's off the charts. <laughs> he pulls way more views than us, dude. <laughs> like we can actually cure a thousand people of their blindness. Right. Not like in a story, like in real life. 
Yeah, what if we what if we did a video of we just paid for one person's cataract surgery? Just be like, yes, we're changing life around here. Mm. Just not lives, but one probably. What if we made it? Okay, so it's got to have it's got to have a cat. Or what if it's know? like a minor, like paid for like someone's like uh, to repair someone's hair lip? Okay, yeah, you, okay, yes. But, like, the catch, right, because it's already been done. You know, we've uh-huh. – I mean, Mr. Beast has already cured people of their um, maladies. What if – oh, so our channel is we cure people of their – what if it's like the monkey's paw, you know, uh-huh. where each – where we grant you a wish – but then it comes with a horrible curse. And so we, like, cure your blindness, but you have to, like, watch Wrong Turn 3 only, like, for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know? It's like, you can, yeah, we'll, you can, you can see again, but you can only watch Ghoulies 4. <laughs> and, uh. and then be like, I can see. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, man, that would be a real dark turn for Mr. Beast. <laughs> See, to have that happen, you also have to have millions Viewing of dollars where you to lock back it in. up. Yeah, you got to be like, no, I control you and I monitor you now this to is make sure you watch Ghoulies. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I like it. Yeah, let's do it. I like, um, what, I like your idea, Sam. All right, last call from our favorite. Hey, it's Robert Farter. Just calling in to let you guys know that I loved your review of Dumb and Dumber. I also really like that movie. It's super funny, and I guess that's pretty obvious. But um, anyways, I'm going to a Mr. Bungle slash the Melvins concert right now with my dad and some friends of mine. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, anyways, uh, it's Robert DeFarger. See ya. This is a very did this did this have a, did what was your reaction upon hearing him say those two bands? I have no idea who those. No are. reaction. Okay, so my reaction is uh, Jumanji. What year is it? He's going to see Mr. Bungle and the Melvins in a concert in 2023. This is bonkers. It's this really should have only happened in like 1993 30 years ago uh well i'm very i'm very jealous of of you i actually just watched a uh a short documentary on the mel on the melvins uh it was on the melvins right uh, melvins that's lord buzzo or whatever yeah um uh so yeah i just watched a documentary about their tour in the 90s with I think it was White Zombie. I would think it was before he turned into Rob Zombie. Um, and how much they hated that tour, uh, which was it was interesting. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Mr. Bungle, uh, uh, Patton, Mike Patton, um, just uh, – this is crazy news for any of you who are Mike Patton fans um, – uh, and or Red Hot Chili Pepper th- fans, Annie, A- Anthony Kadekis or whatever his name is, uh, they've resolved their feud. This is one of the biggest feuds in, in big music. Uh, is 
was if you want an interesting uh, story, Bryce, you should check out the story of Mike Patton and uh, and Anthony Kadekas like sw- swapping blows and like <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers got the Mr. Bungle uh, kicked off of whole, of a whole record label and Jeez. and um, and also like basically <sighs> sounds stole. like they really bungled that one. <laughs> got him. Yeah, no, uh, also copied whole cloth, their style and look for, you know, profit. <laughs> uh, it was very, it's very impressive. Everybody thinks of Red Hot Chili Peppers as being so original, but they just stole it whole cloth off of Mr. Bungle and Mike huh. Patton, who's, I mean, Interesting. you know, it depends what side you fall on, I suppose. But Does Mike Patton also sing out of tune constantly? Mike Patton is is the most impressive vocalist in existence. Maybe mm. like he's, I mean, you'll know his. You'll know you you have heard his his voice. Um. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he, so he was in. Um, uh, what's the name of? Uh, uh, he was he he's in the band. Um, fucking, I can't faith no more, which mm. um has like the the craziest high notes you've ever heard come out of a, a male. Um, anyway. Hmm. Yeah, I know. He's great. All right. Well, that's the last caller. Thanks for everyone calling in. Um, thanks for sticking around and supporting us. Uh, I just want to give like an, another final reassurance that, yeah, things are changing. We're making adjustments. We're listening. Um, don't give up on us yet. You know, we'll lead you through the, uh, you know the five stages of grief till you finally get to acceptance and uh you know and then happiness and happiness it's gonna be a good thing this is good it's good love you bye bye